Welcome to Qualgen's podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness related, including hormones, pharmaceuticals, health trends, and ways you can help better your life. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. Today, I am talking with Matt Smith, the CEO of Med7. If you missed our first episode, make sure to go back and listen to learn more about Med7, how it was started, and the benefits of using Med7 CBD. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, it's a pleasure being here, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm so happy you could make it. Last week didn't quite work out for us. I know. I know. We had the storm of the century last week. It was crazy. Between the snow and my sickness, it all worked out for the better anyways. Yeah. I would have. I feel like I still sound congested, but last week, I don't even know if you would have been able to understand me. So uh, You sound great. You no. sound great. Thanks. So for those who may not have listened to our first podcast together, can you give a brief summary of Med7 and how it differs from other CBD products on the market? Yeah, that's a, a great question. Med7 is a, it's a professional line of not just CBD products, but we really refer to them as whole plant extract products because that's going to become very important as this technology and as this, as this market moves forward because whole plant extracts carry a lot of things that others don't. And we've gone a step ahead of what a lot of companies have done and, and put money into research and into patents and where we have over eight clinical studies. We have three more that are just getting started. And we have, um, we just got issued two, two patents from the U.S. Patent Office. That is huge. Oh, it's, there's no other CBD company like it. Yeah. I mean, there, literally, there's no other CBD company out there except for Epidiolex that has a patent and they, they just have a license from the U.S. government on their patent. So what is the patent that you've received? The two patents? It's an interesting patent. Well, one of them is on sleep. Uh, so that one is, is exciting. And we did, uh, in our first clinical trial that we did, we saw 91% of the patients reported back more active dreaming. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to flush that out a little bit. So we did a bigger clinical study and we hooked people up with Fitbits and we looked at, oh, we had so much information. I mean, literally millions of data points because we had 150 patients in there. It went for three months. They were hooked up with these Fitbits, which, which measure everything from deep sleep to resting heart rate to breathing. And we just had this enormous amount of information. So we kind of condensed it down to a couple of key factors. One is deep sleep, because we one of the things that really came out, really hit us hard was that the Med7 patients had 56 more minutes of deep sleep versus placebo. So that's almost an hour a night. That's huge. Of deep sleep. Oh, yeah. That's why people always come back to us and say, I feel so much more rested. And yeah, because, you know, sometimes you can sleep and not feel rested because you're not getting deep sleep. Mm -hmm. And so deep sleep is where your body it's that slow wave sleep where your body really regenerates itself. It's like your computer shutting down or rebooting. Mm -hmm. It's what we as humans need to function uh, during the day. So we did that. We also found that people went to sleep quicker and had less awake time. And then the resting heart rate also went down four beats per minute in the uh, study patients. So we got all that data. We were submitted for a patent. We, we actually submitted a patent for a bunch of other things. And what happened, we, we, were, we were doing a diabetes study, um, which turned out really well. It was in type two diabetics. This was back in 2020 in March. And we all know what happened in <laughs> the world shut down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were doing this to our, most of our study patients were in the Phoenix Scottsdale area mm -hmm. and um, they were hospital workers and families of hospital workers. 
and 50% of all of our diabetics came down with COVID. And so we had the option to stop the study or to start it or to keep it going. And then we were going to look for how Med7 would help patients with COVID. Mm -hmm. But if you think about this back in 2020, I mean, our doctors on our advisory panel, our clinical study coordinator, no one knew what to look for. Right. Yeah. No one knew. It was like, okay, did they die? It it was. You have no idea. And what complications. But what we knew from our previous study is that we had a dramatic effect and a significant effect on cytokines, which is inflammatory markers. Okay. And so we said, let's look at cytokines. Let's look at, you know, a full cytokine panel, you know, interleukin-6, TNF, alpha. Let's look at interleukin-12, interleukin-1. We did kind of a full panel of, of these cytokines, which happen in viral diseases. And, and that tells you what the body's doing. We also looked at, let's look at white blood cell count. Let's look at C-reactive protein. Let's look at some blood parameters, things that we can measure and compare them to the the placebo group. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that we had a very statistically significant difference in the patients with lowering their cytokine levels. And one of the things which we found out later, we didn't know at the time, but we found out later that one of the big issues with COVID patients, and this happens with any viral infection and, you know, even a, um, a pneumonia, is that if patients get too far down the road and they get really sick, their body gets overwhelmed with the inflammatory process, they can go into what's called a cytokine storm. The cytokine storm is, I'll, I'll put it in terms that you'll like, Jennifer, it's like a tornado in, in Oklahoma. Once that thing starts, just get out of the way. Mass destruction. It is. And in a body, if a body goes into cytokine storm, it's it's almost like there's no turning back. It's, oh, it's no. really hard. Patients just everything... Your body, it just goes with this inflammatory response. Well, the data showed in the study that we had an effect on lowering cytokine levels significantly versus placebo. And so the conclusion was that as an adjunct therapy, and also let me mention one other thing, that the white blood cell counts went back to normal too. Because one of the things in a three-week period, because we tested them when they got the first diagnosed with COVID uh, a week later and then three weeks later. So it was a kind of a looking at the really onset. And that's, you know, when, when pe- people get COVID, it's that three weeks where you know if they're going to, you know, do well or not, like these infections. And so at the end of the study, none of the patients were hospitalized. These were the high-risk patients too. Remember, type 2 diabetics. Yeah. Their A1Cs were all over 6.5. It was a significant study. There were 150 patients, 100 active, 50 placebo. So we had, our numbers were good. But of the patients that got COVID, which were 50 50 patients in our study, none of them were hospitalized, none of them um, dropped out of the study, and they all completed the diabetes study too, but we studied this COVID event in the middle. And mm-hmm. we took that data and we did, of course, a lot of people have seen the, the published study on it, but we also submitted that for a patent. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. Patent Office during COVID had this special program that if you put things, you, normally a patent takes years to get a patent. Right. Yeah. Well, they have this fast track. And in December, we got notified that we were the first CBD hemp product that has ever gotten a patent on wow. COVID. Wow. That's so, so exciting. So, and then the sleep slipped in right with it because it was kind of all part of the same program. Yeah. So sleep as well. So that's so, so awesome. We're pretty excited about that. And that really sets us apart. It What it means to the to the providers is that they can have confidence that there's 
There's actually a company out there with data, their patients, something that's, that's has a patent that's protected that, you know, people have gone to the work because one of the biggest things we deal with in CBD land right now and the whole this space is people buy stuff off Amazon. They buy stuff at, in the, at the convenience store. I see it in gas stations. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, it, and who knows what's in there? And, yeah. and, and they come back and say, well, that didn't work. Or it got me high. And it's like, well, yeah, because they put Delta 8 or they put Delta mm-hmm. 9 in it just so people could feel something. And, you know, they, they don't have to put psychoactive uh, cannabinoids in there for people to feel something. Yeah. So what, I have two questions. My first question is what product, what were these studies done on? What is it just the regular CBD oil that you all make? Yeah, it's our, it's our, we, we call it, we, we actually use the full strength version. We have, we have two flavors of that. Now we have a cool mint and a cinnamon. We use the cinnamon actually in the study. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon's delicious. Yeah. I like them both. Um, and uh, we use that upper uh, the the our max strength so that the the patient study patients didn't have to take as much. So did they take it every day? Yeah, it was it was dosed every day, uh, once a day, either in the morning or evening. It just it was up to their choice when they took it. How long does a study like that take? From like the beginning stages of figuring out like what you're going to do till the end of it of processing the data. I feel like that would just take forever. So the fact that you've already gotten the patent and like everything done on it just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, well, it, it it does feel like a whirlwind, and it really was. We were fortunate that this was a big study, a long a long study in the sense of um, it was a six month study. I mean, there's some studies that go on for years, but this was a six month study, so it wasn't just a one week or two weeks. Because in diabetics, we were we wanted to st- we wanted to look at their hemoglobin A one C, and you can't measure that under 90 days. And we really wanted 120 days to get a real, have that liver completely recycle. And so we were excited that the fact that this was a, a six month trial and then we, you get all that data, you start to analyze it. I mean, we just published it last year. So these things always take longer than you expect. Yeah. In I'm my excited. mind, it would take like five years. <laughs> no, know. You, know, some, you know, it depends. Sometimes you can crank things out really quick. Depends yeah. on what you're looking at and we, I, we've had studies that we've been able to do the study, get the data, and we can have something maybe not published, but e- even out as a white paper in six months. Um, publishing usually takes, depends on where you are in the, in what journal and, you know, what their process is. Sometimes it can take six months. Sometimes it can take a year to get to a journal. So. Wow. That's impressive. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Well, on thank, your you. Patents. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so I've noticed that like the CBD hype seems to have cooled since, I mean, I feel like everyone was talking about it back in about 2019. What is your view on the market currently and where it's going? Well, that's a, that, that's another great question. And it's something that we look at really closely. And, and I'm not sure if when we say cooled, yeah, it's probably, it's not, everybody's not, it's not new anymore. You know, I think I I saw the stats that 80% U.S. population knows about CBD, Mm -hmm. which is huge to the, you know, and that's probably due to the internet now. And the fact that you can read about things on your phone and people are much more attuned to what's going on. Mm -hmm. I would probably describe it as more, it's making its way now into a normal product life cycle where people are starting to recognize really what you can use it for, Mm-hmm. You know, they're starting to develop some loyalty to some brands and get experience with products. I mean, we have some patients that have been on our product for six years. Oh, wow. You know, so and that's another great thing is that you don't see tolerance built up. It's not like some of the drugs that we have on the market and 
and the people use where you build up tolerance over time and, mm-hmm. and either have to use more or they just stop working. And we, we haven't seen that in our product. So that's awesome. I think that's what we're just entering into this life cycle. And, and we're also people are kind of weeding out the crap, like 80 percent of the of the companies that were in the market two years ago, three years ago are not here and around. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them just went out of the gate making claims, making all these kind of things. They were shut down. They were or they didn't past state. The states have really gotten really, really strong in their regulatory. You know, every state has different programs, especially if you're produced in the state. We get inspected three times a year from our Department of Agriculture. They evaluate every product every year. It's a way more than anybody goes through in any other industry. Yeah. Even the marijuana industry doesn't go through that. Yeah. So. We feel your pain at Qualgen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, 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 I yeah, I should, uh, yeah, I, sorry. I, all right. We have, we don't go through anything. You know, we don't have the FDA knocking on wood there. We don't have the FDA showing up uh, at our door. You know. Yeah. That's kind of surprising that they haven't kind of stuck their nose into it yet. Honestly. Well, they, they have, um, have they? But, but from afar, I would mm-hmm. say. And, and what I mean by that is that, that every year the FDA and the FTC send out a dozen letters to companies, shutting them down or recalling or telling them, you know, to stop me. It's all about claims. It's all about their labeling their product and saying it has this much CBD in it and it doesn't or does not have THC and it does. And they're going on that kind of thing. But Right now, the FDA has not even categorized what CBD and the cannabinoids are. They've actually punted it. They punted it back to Congress in February and said, we're not going to make a decision on this. Oh, really? Yeah. After in in 2018, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here. (laughs) No pun intended. That was good. At the end of 2018, when the Farm Bill got approved, the FDA started holding all these open forums and and said, we're collecting all this information from industry because... We'd all been already selling product for three years, two mm-hmm. years, three years on the market. Really, since 2014, you know, a lot of us have been in the research and development and products and everything. And so, you know, they said, okay, we're going to get all this information. They were taking input from industry and then they just sat on it. They never said it's a, it's a drug. It's a supplement. And meanwhile, it's legal. Mm-hmm. The farm bill made it legal and all the states made it legal, but they're not categorizing it. And hmm. so technically it's not a nutritional supplement, but it's not a drug. So you're just and in the gray area. We're in this gray area, but it's legal to sell. It's legal to, you know, and the state yeah. regulated in a way it's probably like moonshine was, you know, in the forties, yeah. <laughs> but, and, but that's the way marijuana is treated. So we're kind of a stepchild. Mm-hmm. We're just getting treated a little, little different than marijuana is treated, which is, which is really too bad because these products are so safe. They're, they're not. And I mean, they're helping people. It sounds like so. Oh, we get that all the time. That's probably the best part of my job is hearing things back from patients. Yes. Yeah, I agree. That's just the best. It's when you know that your products are actually changing people's lives. It's great. What more could you want? (laughs) Well, some more, less regulation. So what's this new product that you just released? Well, I'm really excited about this. And I, I'm going to just make a confession here is that I've always taken our, well, I, I started taking our, our Med 7 for sleep when I was doing some, we have some international business and I was traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I thought, why am I not taking our own product? Because I didn't take it daily. And I found out that I got so much better sleep, but I didn't get more sleep. I just got better sleep. Mm -hmm. So I still only slept about five hours a night, even, you know, like over in Switzerland or. Oh, that's not a lot. I I do, you know, but it it was enough for me. I know some people. I require seven to eight at least. Well, my wife is the same way. It is, you know, the. I think women need more sleep than men do. I think I read a study about that. I'm not sure of the accuracy, but <laughs> unless they're a teenager, and then teenagers just tend to just sleep forever. So. <laughs> yeah, like 15 hours. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I I was reading up about melatonin, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like melatonin. Some people don't. It's it's an interesting um, natural compound, and your body makes melatonin. But the older you get, the your body makes less of it, and so. I thought, well, why don't we try putting a little melatonin with, with our product? And boom, it was like a, there's a synergy. There's something. Melatonin normalizes circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Melatonin also is sedating. It helps you, you know, it makes you fall asleep even quicker and helps you get into that first deep sleep quicker. And which means if you can do that, you actually, you combine that with med seven and think about our sleep side of getting 56 more minutes of deep sleep. So if you get into that deep sleep cycle first, you kind of go in and out of sleep cycles during the night. Mm -hmm. But if that first session of deep sleep that you get into right when you go to sleep, the first couple hours is some of the most crucial part of a a good night's sleep because it kind of sets the standard for your sleep and you get into those deep, slow wave sleep. And by adding melatonin, it seems to be there's a real synergistic effect. Mm -hmm. And we played around with a lot. It's, you know, and actually what I do now is I, I take only one ml of our melatonin sleep, which is mm-hmm. about 2.5 milligrams of melatonin. And then some of our regular, either cinnamon or, or cool mint, an ml of that. And so, cause I want more CBD and less melatonin. I kind of play around with it a little bit, but yeah. I sleep six to seven hours now. Oh, and on wow. the weekends when I know I don't have to get up, I can sleep eight hours. It's oh, wow. like, I haven't been able to do that since I was. Yeah. Teenager or college. You wake up feeling refreshed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what I found, if I took too much of it, it seemed to love our, of our melatonin. It it didn't work as well. I just felt more groggy in the morning. So Mm -hmm. there is kind of a sweet spot to it. Also is that I've been doing this for over a year Mm -hmm. and people say, well, it kind of wears out and I got off it and my sleep kind of went back to just the way it was. So once you can kind of regulate it, to me, it's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's been a great thing, and we, I've given it to all my friends. That, you know, all these men and women who are around my age. Mm-hmm. You know, the older we get, it's just hard. It's hard to get a good night's sleep, and it's hard to stay asleep, and it's hard to go back to sleep when you wake up to to pee or something like that. So, <laughs> so I guess I can say that on we all. Do it. But we but do. It, it, I even do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're human, but, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes getting back to sleep after you wake up. It, it, to do that is, is hard. And, and I, ne- I never have a problem and not to say that every once in a long while I have a bad night, Yeah, but it's, this is, it's, cons- it's like clockwork. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So this it's, it's called PM with melatonin. So we have two options. Some people that don't can't take that. We, we do have a natural version, which is what's been out for several years and people love that. It's, it's got skull cap and valerian root, which helps with the same thing. That makes you a little more drowsy. Not, I don't think it has the same effect on the circadian rhythm that melatonin has, but some people have enough melatonin and don't need that. So, yeah. Well, and I love the option like you do to like mix and match to find like your sweet spot, because obviously it's going to be different for 
everyone. I know if I take melatonin, I'm like out for days. So I need a very low dose of it. Yeah. And, and, and melatonin is truly one of those things that the more is not better it, yeah. it, that, I'm, that I'm learning in, in my own experience and with the feedback that we've been having with our product. Yeah. I definitely see that because I'll wake up and just want to go back to sleep all day. Like I feel like I never actually wake up. <laughs> it's crazy. So is there a way that providers can get samples to try any of your products on themselves or for their patients? Oh, absolutely. In fact, we're, we've it, it, through you guys, you know, any of your providers mm-hmm. just contact you guys and let us, you know, know, and we'll send them out some, some of our travel size for them to give it a, a try for a week. Okay. Or call us, you know, med7cbd.com. They can or you just get on our website. There's a chat feature. You can just get a hold of one of our customer service people and they'll send it out. But just mm-hmm. through either through you guys directly through us, we'll get samples out to you. You can try it. That's I, I love people trying our product because yeah. I love providers trying it because it, it is funny. I was just talking to one of our medical consultants and the head of our advisory committee, um, Dr. De Silva, and, and he was... Oh, yeah. We all love Dr. De Silva. We do. And, and we were talking about it and he goes, yeah, I, he goes, I take it every night. He's been taking it every night for sleep for how many years? Mm-hmm. And um, he doesn't need a very big dose. It's like a half an ml where I probably have a lot more inflammation than he does. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I take it a little bit more. I agree. I think it's so important for providers to actually believe and trust in a product that they're selling to their consumers, their clients, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. Patients. <laughs> patients, I think is the word I was looking for. Yeah. I, I think that just, it means a lot more when they trust in their products. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, not every product, a, a physician, in fact, a lot of products that physicians prescribe, they, you know, they don't, they don't want to take them and, you know, and A, because they don't need them and B, the side effects. But yeah, this one is one that, you know, people always ask me, well, who should be on this? And I kind of say, who, who, who shouldn't be on this? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you have sleep issues, if you have inflammation, if you, issues? Are you aging? Because aging is an inflammatory disease. And if you can control your inflammation, you know, through a natural way, through your endocannabinoid system, you know, it's just, you're going to prolong and delay the the aging process, which we're all in this business to do. And, 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 And that's why you guys make pellets and all the products you guys, and it's why we fit so well together as, as mm-hmm. companies. Everyone wants to feel better. <laughs> and I feel like with your, like, see your sports cream and like your gel and stuff, like athletes and everyone in that type of realm can benefit from it as well. Or those of us that think that we're athletes, we thought at one time. And you, you pull a muscle. Pull a muscle getting out of bed or getting in the car. Like, but no, it's, it's, you know, they, they are great for people who are active, you know, with our creams, mm-hmm. with our, we have a roll on, which is probably one of my favorite products is you can, you can carry in your car. It can get be 150 degrees outside. And it doesn't melt or in oh, it's that's just nice. fit in your golf bag, your purse. And I just, there's so many people that use that little roll on and it's just, it's awesome. So it works really fast. And that's, that's the other thing I just might make mention because people always say, well, hey, what's the big difference between you guys and everything else out yeah. there? The problem is, is our technology making a whole plant extract and, mm-hmm. and get that entourage effect very quickly. No one can match our onset of action. No one can match our bioavailability. It's been the fastest and, and most bioavailability and documented in studies on the market. That's so impressive. How should patients and providers determine the appropriate dosage 
for any med seven products. I'm, specifically, I think like the oil. Yeah. Well, it, you know, and everybody's different depending upon their size and, and, mm-hmm. and metabolism, but we find that we, we tell people depends. Now, if they're a pain patient, if they're taking it for some kind of, you know, inflammation issue, we recommend that they go, they, they go into with higher doses, you know, okay. You know, t- two, three, four mLs a day, you know, mm-hmm. we've gotten in our clinical studies, we've got as high as four mLs a day and we divide it into, you know, two in the morning, two at night. Mm-hmm. And, and we, and we really didn't, you know, sometimes onset, we, we, we see that in some of those patients in the diabetes patients, mm-hmm. we saw a little bit of a quicker response, but overall it seemed to be that the sweet spot was two mLs a day. Um, and most people with like, in our diabetes study, in our sleep study, sleep, it seemed to work either one or two mLs a day. And it probably depended upon the size of the patient. Does in the normal CBD, because obviously that helps sleep as well, but does it still help your sleep if you take it in the morning or do you need to take it at night too to get a better sleep? That actually is a great question. The CBD, it's a CB1 antagonist. And CB1 is the side that works on your CNS in your body. So it works, It you need activity in the CB1. So CB, CBD actually reverses that. That's why it rever- CBD reverses the effects of the Delta 9 THC because THC works on the CB1 site. Oh. So CBD can actually be activating. There's a lot of people that can't take CBD for sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really emphasize the whole plant extract and the whole entourage effect and that you need something that's working on that CB1 site. Our whole plant extract has a significant amount of the varins in there, which are a, a cannabinoid CBDV, like Victor and THCV. Mm-hmm. And they're not psychoactive like THC, but they work on that CB1 receptor site. And that, along with some of the terpenes and flavonoids, that whole entourage effect is what's causing the effect that, that we see in our product versus somebody who just goes and buys a CBD gummy that has you know, those, those things, they take a long time to take effect. The bioavailability of them is 6%. So you're not getting hardly anything of what you're taking. So there's no question of why a lot of people take CBD products and they say, well, I tried them. They didn't work or didn't help me to sleep. Yeah. What's your bio bioavailability? It's 86%. Wow. That's high. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive for an oral product. We're really proud of our numbers and, and the technology that's held up in the studies. Yeah, absolutely. How does CBD fit into a provider's practice and what treatments do your products work well alongside? Well, obviously hormone pellets. Yeah, exactly. And I might make the disclaimer here that we're not intended to diagnose, treat any yes. disease, right? Yep. And, and right. Uh, it's, it's um, we don't have approval from the FDA to do that. What, what mm-hmm. we can say is we've studied it in sleep. We've studied it in inflammation. We've studied it in diabetes. And we've seen results if based on if people take them the way it was done in the study. So I think in a practice, they all have their go-to, you know, if someone comes in and they have a sleep problem, they have a go-to product. CBD ought to be one of those go-to products. I mean, Med7 ought to be one of those products because the problem with some of these, you know, prescription sleep aids is there's so many side effects and Mm -hmm. tolerance and things like that, that this is a natural way and it's, it should be one of the first steps that people use to do that. Yeah. The other, you know, the, another area is if they're inactive because of pain and inflammation, it's a way to get people back moving. You know, it doesn't do any good to get pellets and help feel better and younger and stronger. If you don't get to the gym, you don't get 
out and exercise, you don't yeah. use that testosterone and everything that you're putting in your body. So, but if you can't, if you're too sore to do that, that's, that's another area to, that you can do too. The, the other area that I, we hear a lot about is people use it to, I, I can't legally say anxiety, but if mm-hmm. I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> the fast action, the fact that we work in five minutes to 10 minutes mm-hmm. and it, and it has a very strong effect in our clinical study, we lowered anxiety scores by over 50%. Oh my gosh. And did it very rapidly. And so, and in a, in a regular CBD products that you find in the gas station or in the store, they don't do it as quick for sure. And so that's a great area. You know, people have some anxiety. Some I feel like our entire world has anxiety these days. <laughs> it does. It does. It's the, the stress. Back to your original question is that providers should kind of pick a couple areas and say, look, this is what I recommend to my patients. And the other thing too is, you know, for a provider, you love to have things work really well. I mean, yeah. pellets work for your providers, because people feel it, they're going to come back and, you know, you want to put them on something that really works. And so yeah. that's why we tell the providers, try this melatonin PM, try our PM, try our med seven, mm-hmm. you know, because all of a sudden it works on them. It helps their sleep, it helps their stress. It helps mm-hmm. their, you know, inflammation. Then all of a sudden they know that it's going to help their patient. And what you really want is happy patients and mm-hmm. that they're feeling like what you're doing is really helping them because, then you, then you have patients for life that, you know, just, and the referrals and everything they give you. I mean, it's, it's a business, but it's also makes you feel good as a provider that you're really getting people where they need to be. Yes. And making a difference. And I, what you said earlier, I mean, if I was having trouble sleeping, I would definitely want to try the natural, you know, way first before taking something else that I don't know how my body's going to react to. Like if there's a choice to make a natural decision, that's the, that's the way I'm going to go. Absolutely. Well, is there anything additional you would like to add? Oh, we could talk for hours. Jennifer. I know we could, but I, but I want to respect everybody's time. I hope <laughs> this is giving them a, a few, you know, things to think about, especially regarding sleep and, yeah. and some of the area, other areas with the stress. Like I think you hit it, the nail on the head is that, that our our current society and whether it's politics or the economy is just causing people a lot of stress and anxiety, and mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's affecting their sleep. It's affecting their productivity. And this is a way that we can help them in a way that doesn't impair them, you know, mm-hmm. either. Because it'd be great if, you know, if you're taking something for sleep, you don't want to fail a drug test. You don't want to not be able to go to work or drive the next morning. Not be able to function. <laughs> not be able to function. <laughs> or think clearly. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. For more information on Med7, please visit med7cbd.com. I will also be sure to link any of the studies and articles that you give me in the description portion of this podcast. So if anybody has any interest in that, it will all be down below. Thank you everyone for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media to stay up to date on Qualgen. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Jennifer.